Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. From the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Pop Culture Club. Culture Club! Yeah, it's not the book club anymore, right? It's Culture Club. We can bring books, movies, whatever to the table. And by golly, we're going to do something fun. This is the, the movie version part of Culture Club. That said, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I haven't looked up the stats, but it's probably the most watched movie or shown movie since 1989 when it comes to Christmas time. I mean, you've got... Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, etc. But this is my favorite. So guess what? I got to move that over so you can see the sign better. Um, in, in this in this podcast, right? We're going to talk about some of the things that that we found humorous, funny, worthwhile, etc. Because Lord knows, oh, we got to start with with a toast, right? I think it's always important to. What, what was? Did anybody else? Did anybody else hear anything? I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't hear it. Sound. Well, yeah, sort of. I don't know. I, I don't hear it anymore. Um, so does everybody have their drink? Oh, wait. First, hold on. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> what? You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. Oh, I love it. Okay. So if you don't have the idea of what the hell we're doing at this point, yeah, let's give a toast, right, to the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Let's get this podcast uh, rolling. Um, on that note, right, one of the things I found funny is the gags in this movie are incredible. So, uh, fire away. Somebody want to tell me what their their favorite sort of gag was or physical humor? All right, I'll start, because, but it's a little off color, but I'm going to go with it anyway. And it's kind of later in the movie when the SWAT team comes in and tells everybody to freeze. Anyone ever notice where Ellen's hand is? Yes. And she casually yes, takes notice. it away to shake hands and puts it right back. And puts right it right to back. The position. I think that's one of the uh, overlooked uh, funny elements of the movie in terms of physical comedy. You know, I think that's perfect considering the last thing I said in the toast was Nuthouse. So uh, on that note, um, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Uh, what, so I mean, look, this is this is a crazy movie. Anybody else have any gags before I uh, I ask a, a different kind of question? Well, I've got one. So it's more just the physical comedy of Chevy Chase. So when everything goes haywire and the tree gets burned up and he's upstairs washing his hand and he's been outside, I guess, cutting down a new one. He said, uh, just his eyebrows. He's like, we needed we needed a coffin. We needed a tree. Like that part was just, I love his eyebrows. He's well. such a good physical comedian. All right. Um, you know, I couldn't help myself. Um, I mean, I guess from this standpoint, I want to know somebody else because I'm so invested in this movie. I mean, it's it's the serious family cluster decade or, or the multiple decades. What is it that makes, I want to hear from, from Martina. Did, did you have any thoughts about this movie? Just overall, uh, what'd you think? Because you, you're coming from a different culture, a different environment. Um, I might get a lot of hate because of it, but <laughs> I um, 
really didn't like this movie at all. Um, I, I was quite bored, I have to say. Um, it was a little bit funny in like a few moments, like when the tree, like when he put the tree in the living room and everything like opened up. That was funny. I laughed. A little full. Wrong. A lot of sap. <laughs> that's but, but a lot of the jokes, <laughs> that's my issue. Like those things, those, that, what he just said, like, I don't, I don't understand it. You know, like it doesn't, it's probably the, the, the culture or just the translation. And, yeah. You know. It just, Probably that's why I didn't like the movie that much because I didn't understand most of the it's, funny things that were happening and I didn't relate that much. Like I yeah, never, I never own a real Christmas tree, so a lot of those things I'm assuming that you know I don't get those things every year. So um, like picking the tree and like the th- the sticky thing on the tree, like those <laughs> things, I don't, I don't, I can't relate. So I think it, that's it's also okay. That's quite all right. You're my color commentator. That's why I wanted you on the podcast. I wanted to see what what kind of nut house we look like because uh, now we know that you think we're all completely squirrely. Um, so let's hear from somebody else. Kayla, what's what's this m- movie mean to you? I mean, why is it that you you wanted to be part of the podcast and and uh, and you like watching this thing? Well, this was actually the first year that I've seen this movie, and I've been Ooh. trying to go through all of the. I know. No, <laughs> you're fired. No. <laughs> But um, I really enjoyed it. My favorite scene is definitely the first scene of the movie. I think it's so iconic and I'm so glad that I got a chance to watch this movie um, because now all of the references where I've seen that first scene where he's getting all road ragey and he gets caught under the truck and then he puts the far too big tree on his far too small car, which my grandma definitely had that exact station <laughs> wagon in red when I was little. Um, and so now when I see like a TikTok of a way too big uh, tree on a small car and the music's playing in the background, I'm like, oh, I get the joke now. Um, but one thing that I also thought was interesting about the movie, and maybe it's because this is the first time I've watched it, I don't think that Clark's the good guy. Like, his poor neighbors, they're my favorite, Todd and Margot. I don't know, Margot. This man, these poor people breaking windows right and left, their stereo, I mean, their wet rug. What are they going to do with him? He's just trying to make a happy Christmas for the family. It's what he's always wanted. Um, well, look, I mean, right, obviously, I've got... With the- Oh, go ahead. We'll start with go another ahead, overlooked element of the movie early on. He opens up the advent calendar and it's the 14th. All right. So who has people over 10 days, 11 days before Christmas? <laughs> I mean, we all kind of know where this goes. Well, maybe we don't for some people who've never seen it, but you know, you kind of know where it's going. You know, it's going to be a train wreck. So like, you know, why bring it on 10 days sooner? I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, in his mind, well, that's that's the that's the beautiful thing, right? There's one point where in his mind, everything is supposed to be perfect and going to be perfect. And why does he blow these things up, right? And and his wife starts going through, like, you know, every holiday, every possible social event that he's done the same shit. To. I just know how you build so, things up in your head, Sparky. Sparky, <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. So, um, all right, on that note, favorite character, right? We've talked a little bit about Clark. We've talked a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, well, Sparky. We've talked about a couple of folks. Who's your favorite character? Uh, Tori, what do you got? 
Um, I think the MVP of this movie is for sure Ellen, because if my future husband destroyed my house, I would have put in divorce papers right then and there. Um, <laughs> I think what she puts up with in the movie is quite miraculous. And the fact that she like still loves him at the end and they're just ready for their next adventure, I think, you know, stands a te- testament of their love and what Ellen is you know, willing to do for Clark, because I mean, there was a lot of broken houses, I mean, broken windows, broken floors, you know, fires, uh, broken attics, like, you know, you name it, and that house is destroyed. <clears throat> That's all right. She gets she gets well, around to it on the next adventure, right? When they go to Vegas. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say they go to Vegas, they've been to Europe, they've uh, yeah, gone to Wally World, of course. So I mean, this is not the, the first rodeo, so to speak. Um, and I have to say before I forget, now I'm not going to bore everybody by dropping my desk low enough to see the entire shirt. The tirade, the, the tirade is my favorite in all of movie history. Um, and if you don't know what that is, you have to watch the movie, if nothing else, just to be able to see the tirade. You can also, of course, like Jordan say, I will all YouTube it, um, which is also a possibility, <laughs> but it, it takes out the fun of, uh, understanding why he goes on the tirade and ends up with something I quote all the time with hallelujah, holy shit, where's the Tylenol and, and walk off. Um, but anyway, uh, so my, I mean, I, I, I gotta say, I love aunt Bethany myself. I mean, n- nobody pays attention to aunt Bethany because she's this little old lady that's on the way. But I mean, when she's supposed to give the blasting, uh, you know, and she says the pledge of allegiance. I mean, I, I just, I still die every time I see it. So um Jeff, that was my favorite i was gonna say she is my underrated her and uncle lewis damn it <laughs> bethany did the room clark. clear out yep clark if you're not doing anything constructive would you grab my doggies i mean what are you gonna do um all right so enough of that uh favorite scene somebody give me a favorite scene who who you got what what's happening I think Eddie and Clark in the living room when the dog snots is drinking out of the, the Christmas tree. <laughs> and he's just like, he answers every question Eddie does. First off, his outfit is priceless, right? The skin tight sweater over the black turtleneck with the green yeah. pants and the white. Technically, I mean, it's a dickie. He's wearing a yeah, dickie. Yeah, it is. It's a dickie. He's just answering every question. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. It won't bother him. He's like, no, Eddie, the tree will dry out. And he's just like, every question is just answers matter of factly as if it's not a sarcastic yeah comment i mean i think it's one of the best scenes in the movie i think my favorite um is when the lights turn on that actually turn on um because i feel like that's the one i related also the most because i mean like then he calls everyone and everyone goes you know that that was my favorite scene i like when they show the meter the electric meter spinning (laughs) the (laughs) nuclear auxiliary switch gets turned back on so that that actually lends itself to one of my other favorite quotes, which I use a lot, which is when those lights are on. So it's that scene and his dad comes up, sort of pats him on the chest. It's a butte Clark, you know, and that's, I mean, I use that all the time. And I know some of the younger people on our own company just are like, what the f- is he talking about? <laughs> but that now, you know, it's Christmas vacation. So, um, well, so hi, along everybody. That line, I'm sorry to interrupt mid broadcast, but there is something that I know that you need to know that fits in with this great storytelling. So Martina, will you please explain to everyone how you put up your Christmas lights this year? <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> okay. Use a stapler. Say you use a stapler. No. I use duct tape. No. 
<laughs> and we, yeah, we need a picture. It. Yeah, we we didn't. We didn't you listen to my yeah. recommendation? Everything is falling off. Everything Gor- is falling off. <laughs> Gorilla tape is better than duct tape. I explained that in my recommendation, Martina. You didn't listen. No, actually, I don't know if it's. I don't know which one of the two, but it was. I got. I got the one that's like white. There was like a section of all the collars. I don't know if it's gorilla or duct tape, but it's white because my walls are white. So I'm like, yeah, let me duct tape it to the wall for sure. It's not gonna fall off. Yeah, I didn't even last 24 hours. Alrighty. So what's well? Worse? Congrats. Duct tape or staplers? Duct tape. You got to use a stapler. How else are you gonna end up getting your you know your loose shirt? attached to the house um so so tori what uh thank you tell me what it is tell me what it is that have you watched this more than once or was this your first time too i watched it like 10 years ago and i honestly didn't like it when i first watched it um so this was giving it a second chance and i found it way more enjoyable this time around um so were you I was drinking more about. now maybe 10 years <laughs> ago you couldn't drink. okay wait a minute yeah time out how old were you tori when you first watched it let's give us some <laughs> context here <laughs> I think I was 12. It had to be. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So probably 14 years ago. Yeah. I yeah, saw it in the movie theater for what that's worth. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you think about all the presents you've gotten over the years, especially as a, as a kid or, or even as a teenager, et cetera, like you, it's hard to remember only certain presents. You, will you remember? This was a gift from my uncle Larry when I was in college and he gave it to me and I hadn't seen the movie. It just came out on VHS and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I watched it. I thought it was hilarious. So uh, I've been watching it ever since. Um, yeah, what's, what's VHS? Yeah, exactly. I know right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I was on all, a DVD round. <laughs> they're, all, they're all grabbing their phone to Google VHS. What the hell yeah. is that? So is there anyone who has a personal story that connects them to this? Like it's more than just a movie. It's like almost a rite of passage. Is there any, anybody have any stories like that? Of course, Martina, we oh. know you don't because you hate the movie loser maybe the struggle of putting lights on but <laughs> she he she met, connected to the it worked at, at the end of the movie it worked and from in my case it never worked so well you yeah, saw gotcha. a week and a half illumination <laughs> there's great there's still a chance all right so <laughs> any other thoughts is there, is there any other thoughts before we close this bad boy out i'll just say that you talked about personal stories it's one that um, my family and I constantly watch every year and even throughout the year, it can be April. We're quoting Christmas vacation at some point along the way. Um, it's just one of those things where I can send a random text to my cousin and like, it's a quote from this movie and it just sparks a laugh. So it's, it's more about connection to family for us too. All right. Well, thank you for that story on that note, before we get sappy, see what I did there. Sappy. All right. Um, hey, here's a cheers to all the people who like, subscribe, share, enjoy the content. We take our investment management seriously, but really pretty much nothing else. So on that note, have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas this uh, since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Hallelujah. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. 